What's up, guys? Welcome back to another Q&A podcast here on the Living TV podcast. Brad got through here. Today, we're going to talk about how long a workout should be, shrinkage, workout clothes, calories, pre-workout drinks, cravings, binging, and so much more. Enjoy the podcast. Welcome to the Live Lean TV podcast. My name is Brad Guthrow, and we're on a journey to show people how to live lean 365 days a year while enjoying what you love. Thanks for tuning in. Now let's get the show started. First question. Carlos Ferrero, I'm guessing the answer, but I'm having a hard time building a good looking butt. <laughs> my leg workout is pretty intense and my overall legs are good. Would it work for me to do Jess's butt program? Sorry if it's kind of awkward. <laughs> Not awkward at all. Like I think the ladies would tell you that ladies want a guy with a booty. Of course. And you will get a booty by doing leg workouts like you're doing, but sometimes you may not be doing them right, you may not be doing the right exercises. So I would say yes. Jess's program is not just for females. It's yeah. just marketed to females because it's made by Jessica. Because that's what ladies usually do. But want. it works for guys too. So Absolutely. don't be embarrassed to pick out build a butt now. Yeah, and I've actually had a lot of guys buying the program, like surprisingly. So I didn't think a lot of guys would buy it, but they do buy it. So don't feel like you're alone if you pick <laughs> up a copy of this program because other guys are doing it too. Next question from Drew Stark. He says, uh, two questions. We need you guys to keep them to one question, but maybe this was asked a while ago. Yeah. Um, I suppose you're in maintenance. How many calories are you eating? Um, and how does that change on your off days? Uh, so we answered this last week's question. I'm eating about 24 to 2600 calories. And on off days, it's basically about the same because on off days, I'm still pretty active as well. If you really are trying to dial it in and make a change in your body, um, on your days off, you'd go a little bit lower because you really not you need that much energy. And your second question was kicks for weightlifting and sprinting. So I answered this question for you before. Um, so you're gonna have to go back to another episode and check that out. All right, so Winnie wants to know, I just started cooking and eating chicken breasts. I start out with a whole piece. By the time I take it out of the pan, it looks like it has shrunken. Is it just me? What ways can I prevent this from happening? All right, Winnie, that is a good question. And yes, any meat is going to sort of shrink when you cook it because some of the water is evaporated by the heat. So don't be alarmed. This is completely normal. And if you're new to cooking, you know, just know that that happens to everybody. It's so not weird at all. Shrinkage is okay? Shrinkage is okay. <laughs> <laughs> it happens. Don't be embarrassed. <laughs> Dan Rosen would like to know, hey guys, I'm on Live Lean Afterburn program and doing a caloric deficit. However, I still get about 1 to 1.5 grams of high quality protein per pound of body weight daily. Would BCAAs be a useful addition to my supplements or my protein intake is already sufficient? Yeah, so that's a very good question. So if you are eating that much protein, you're probably okay with BCAs, but since you are in a calorie deficit, and I'm not quite sure what your goal is, if it's probably to lose some, some weight, um, and not lose muscle, Looking BCAs. Fit in your picture, though. <laughs> BCAs could help you. So it's one of those things. You gotta test it out, see if you notice a difference. If you feel like that calorie deficit is making you look smaller from a fat and a muscle pers perspective, then yes, add in the BCAs. But if you're not noticing any muscle loss, that protein is probably sufficient for you. So stick with that. Okay, next question from Minhee Park. Hey B and J, here's my question. Um, I could not work out for a month since I was sick. So um, during that time, I just went for walking and stretching. I think it's about time to start again. Could you give some advices to beginners on how to restart? 
Oh yeah, restarting is definitely tough. I would say my advice is just to take it slow and don't push yourself beyond um, your, you know, your current capabilities. I mean, you do have to push yourself a little bit, but just don't push yourself to the breaking point because you don't want to re-injure yourself. So it's tricky finding that balance between pushing yourself enough to get results and not pushing too hard. So just be careful, pay close attention, really focus on what you can do and how far you can go and, and you'll get back eventually. Never give up, that's my other advice, is just don't give up. It's going to be hard, but it's worth it. Yeah, just do it. Just do it. Okay, Alejandra Tapia. Hi guys, I have a doubt about breakfast. I wake up five at five in the morning and go to school and I've tried hard to get used to having breakfast but I really do not have an appetite in the early morning. I have a break at 10. Would it be fine if I had my breakfast at that time or should I keep trying to eat when I wake up? Thanks guys, love your video. Okay, so there's two ways that you can do this. Um, one way, if you don't eat your breakfast, you're pretty much doing what's called intermittent fasting, which does work for some people where they'll expand the, uh, the, the non-eating window until 10 or 11 o'clock in the morning before they have the first meal. That works for some people, so if that's the case for you and you're liking the results, stick with it. But if you do want to consume breakfast in the morning because you feel tired and lethargic and you don't have much energy, it just is one of those things that when you eat breakfast, you're not going to like it the first day, maybe not the second, the third, or the fourth, but you will eventually program your body to actually need the food in the morning. I was never a breakfast person until I got into fitness and now it's like I get up and it's what I have to do. So it's just, you have to get your body there. Next question from Alex Rosinska. I like your last name, but I can't pronounce it right. <laughs> uh, will you or Jess be teaching any classes or anything we can attend in the LA area, even if it's just once? Possibly another meet and greet in the park like you guys did in the past, hint, hint. Awesome. <laughs> I love it. Yeah, and I know Alex and I have already talked on Facebook okay. uh, about this. Yeah, about so I am teaching that Friday class. I have a class now Fridays at 6 p.m. at a local place around here. It's in LA, close to the beach. You can put a comment down below and I'll get back to you with more details about it. It's really fun. It's functional training. It's in a really awesome studio. And uh, yeah, it's just a really good time. And I'd love to meet you guys in person because we just love that you're watching our YouTube videos, but meeting you in person would be really great. Blaze. Sardinelli says, does wearing different clothes enhance your workouts? I like wearing a hoodie and sweatpants compared to a tank and short. <laughs> all right, well, the gym that we go to, we go to Gold's Venice, <laughs> and all of the big bodybuilders wear exactly what you said you're, wear you're wearing is the tank or the uh, hoodie and the sweatpants. Oh wait, he said like wearing a hoodie compared to a tank. He doesn't say what he wears. Oh, okay, Sorry, but anyway. I read that wrong. Yeah, so anyway, um, so all the big bodybuilders <laughs> are doing that, but yeah. then the fitness and physique guys are kind of like the tanks and the shorts because they want to see um, where the bodybuilders are covering up the muscle because they don't want to show them quite yet because maybe they're not as diced yet. But one thing with workout clothes is you have to be comfortable in what you're wearing because it can really actually like give you more motivation if I know the story we read Arnold Schwarzenegger's book was he was wearing, he was always lagging in calves. So he would wear shorts, so he'd always look at his calves and be like, you damn calves aren't growing. So he'd like push them to push even harder. Or so like if his belly was too fat, he'd wear it, like a crop top. Yeah. So that every time he sat down, he would see that fat belly and yeah. work it harder. So it's really personal <laughs> preference. I'm more the guy that I'm wearing shorts and tag tops because yeah. I, you know, that's just what the way that I like it. We and, like our skin to breathe and, and, and breathe. Be able to move and jump around and function and yeah. you know <laughs> so it's, whatever you're comfortable yeah good question but it's basically it's personal preference okay next question from shannon t hi guys quick question how do you cook your sweet potato i've always mashed but now i'm trying to bake how long would you bake it for and at what temp 
Awesome question. We actually just had yeah. sweet potato baked, but um, we have this new method where we use a Cuisinart to slice it really thin, and, and that's we, been we, awesome. Yeah, we talked about it on BGTV. Yeah, that's in our daily vlog channel, so if you're not watching our daily vlogs, go check them out now because we share tons of cool little tips like that. Another way we like to have sweet potatoes is to slice them thin and make like sweet potato fries baked. Yeah. But the answer is really always baked. We yeah we never boil them and we don't fry them. We just always bake yeah, them. Yeah, we don't microwave them either. Yeah, we never use the microwave, so yeah. that's our short answer for sweet potatoes. So it's uh, at, yeah, it's at about 400 to 425 degrees. Yeah, because they do take a while. On a pan, parchment paper, put some coconut oil spray on it, some oh, spices, so and they're absolutely delicious. Yeah, we like that better than mash. Filipino Kid 18. Uh, what are your sleeping hours? Obviously, it's crucial to get sleep, but does it matter what time you sleep or just how long you sleep for? Is that the end of the question? Typically, <laughs> <laughs> when I, thought, I look I over at you, it's like, more. okay, answer. <laughs> Um, yeah, I like to wake up with sunrise. Brad likes to wake up in the dark. So he's like a 5 a.m. riser and he'll be like on the computer getting a million things done and then I'll like roll out at seven when it's finally sunny. I think it actually does matter yeah. when you sleep because um, it's been proven that humans have what's called a circadian rhythm. We're yeah. not nocturnal beings. We're supposed to be awake during the day and asleep during the night. So we find that that works the best for for your health, you know, for your muscle recovery, for everything. So I would definitely recommend sleeping when it's dark and being awake when it's light. Yeah, and then he has another question and we're gonna answer your other question even though we don't wanna do this because you did that workout video. What? <laughs> well, Filipino Kid is the dude who did the, the workout video. <gasps> oh, the dance, this guy. Yeah. Oh. So his second question is, is it okay to eat cereal as an evening snack? Not necessarily for bed, but just eat it at night. So the answer oh, is cereal? no. Why are you eating cereal? We don't do yeah, cereal. No, no cereal, man. Get Unless out of cereal. Unless it's like Livlin cereal that's made with like nuts or fruit or something, but don't be eating like no Fruit Loops. Yeah, and then his third question is dance battle rematch. Definitely. Oh yeah. <laughs> Actually, yeah, I think you guys should do a rematch. Q one would like to know, are there any special rule teens? I'm 14, I have to follow, oh, to follow when living late. Okay. Are there any special rules for teenagers? Um, for example, I've heard you shouldn't do exercises like overhead press or deadlift until you're 16 because it might stunt your growth. So I would say to you at being 14, just get out there and be as active as possible playing sports, unless you're specifically on a program that's being a trainer sitting there right beside you to make sure you're following the technique properly and everything else. You know, that's my advice to you. I don't know that it's true that it will actually stunt your growth, but what we do know is that it's not necessary for your age group. Like you have plenty of time. Yeah. When you're an adult, you can do squats and deadlifts all you want. But you know, especially in these next two years, just have fun and just, you know, enjoy physical activity. DJ Exchange, how do you guys feel about dietary <laughs> supplements? Sorry, I had to do it. <laughs> Faith and Jack. <laughs> Um, specifically raspberry ketones, colon cleanses, and fish oil. Mmm, great, let's talk about this. All right, raspberry ketones, no. Colon cleanses, unless really. you need it, um, yeah. but I Not would, for a healthy colon. I would talk, yeah, there, obviously there's a reason why you're asking that. So it depends on what your rationale is for a colon cleanse, like if it's for weight loss, or I don't think supplement. we would yeah. do it that, um, no, we but don't if use it's that for weight loss. doctor prescribed, stick to your doctor, and fish oil, yes. Um, as you guys know, fish oil is one of my mandatory supplements that I take all year round. It's great for heart health, fish oils, yes. Thumbs up. All right, next question from Cassandra Jolie Cure. Uh, how to recover from a binge? 
Oh yeah, okay, so that's it. Okay, how, how do you recover? I'm like, is that- She just doesn't trust me when I ask her questions. Is that it? I just don't want to cut you off because I have a tendency to interrupt. I'm so sorry. <laughs> sorry. Okay, so ready? <laughs> yes. I don't want to get Go. in trouble. Okay, how do you recover from a binge? Okay, so are we talking like a severe binge where you just cleaned out house and you ate everything in the fridge? That might be a more serious problem or if it's like something where you're binging frequently and then purging, you might need to seek professional help. But if you're just talking about the occasional like you ate too much at dinner kind of thing, then I would say your recovery is just to forget about it yeah. and move on with your life. Drink water. Drink a lot of water. Put some lemon in it. Don't give yourself the guilt trip. Yeah. Like, don't like just forget the whole living lean and like go down the terrible path of just binging all the time. So just because you've like made one mistake doesn't mean you have to give up on the whole thing. So, yeah. Take it every meal at a time. If you binge on this meal, your next meal, you're starting over again. Forget yeah, about it. You're always starting fresh and every day's a new day. Jeeva. <laughs> <laughs> you knew I was gonna do that. <laughs> We're not making fun of your name, no, it's just funny it. to we say. Love, yeah, we just love saying it. Okay. Okay, so um, could you possibly explain why sumo wrestlers are fat? <laughs> I've seen a video about their diet and it's very healthy, plus they train four to five hours a day, and apparently he's 11% body yeah. fat that weighs 300 I don't know pounds. about that. Uh, <laughs> I obviously didn't see this video. Um, explain why super, sumo wrestlers are fat, because they need the poundage to stay on their feet to not get pushed over. I don't know, I have no idea. I have no previous knowledge of sumo wrestling. I know they're big, they're fat, and uh, I can't tell you that no. there's a 300 pounder who's 11% body fat. Maybe he's all muscle, but the sumo wrestlers that I've seen are pushing 30 to 40% body fat. Man, they look fat. like they're 50% Yo fat. I just know yeah. Yokozuna from the WWF days. He was a big Yo sumo dude. That is a fascinating question though. I think we should research <laughs> well, it. Well, put the link in, put the link in the yeah. comments below of that video because we want to check it out. Yeah, I don't know what their next, training looks like. <laughs> next question is from DJD143. I like our DJD143. Um, love you guys, appreciate everything you guys do. Special thanks to Brad, I've been watching your videos for more than a year and eating clean. Can you suggest something legitimate for insulin resistance? I work out struggling to lose 20 kgs. All information online is overwhelming. So if you're in insulin resistance, you just have to cut back on the carbohydrates, as simple as that. So when you cut back on carbohydrates, you can actually reset your insulin sensitivity. So you, if you take, lower your carbohydrates for four weeks or for eight weeks, Give that a try and see see how you do. Just focus on your carbohydrates after your workout and see what that does for you. But I don't, because you didn't really tell me what your diet is about um, or what you're currently eating, so it's hard for me to get really in depth with it. But um, just give that a try. Try to go low carb for four to eight weeks and see where you are after that. Next question from Alex Rosinska. Hey Brad and Jess, how do you combat cravings or do you not get them anymore? Oh, Everybody gets cravings, cravings. <laughs> yeah. but we just manage them better. Yes, and I think uh, this is a good topic to bring up because I think um, everybody's kind of under the impression that we eat perfect all the time and we work out perfect all the time, but it's not true. We're human beings as well, and just because we're leading the Live Lean Nation doesn't mean we're perfect at it either. We are trying hard well, with the rest of you guys. Yeah, it's not... Perfect is not our goal here. Yeah, it's never even the goal. That's not our goal at all. It's just progress every single day. Yeah, but that's kind of off topic. What she wanted to know is if we have cravings, and oh yeah, we do have cravings. And I don't think that's something that's ever gonna go away. Like, I think no matter how lean you're living, you're still gonna crave things from time to time. 
But the answer is we manage it by, um, you know, I guess giving into those cravings in moderation, you know, and making sure that we're still eating clean and working out hard most of the time because it's really what you do most of the time is what shows up in your life. So the occasional stuff, you know, you don't really notice the effects of it, but what you're doing the majority of your life, that's what you're going to see the results from. Yeah, so cravings usually come from being bored too. So yeah, if true. you're staying active, <laughs> you're not going to get them as much. Yeah, don't be bored and you'll have less cravings. <laughs> Keep yourself busy. And from Underpants325, number one, how long should a workout be and is there a muscle group that should be worked out daily? There's really no specific amount of time that a workout should be, but I would say for beginners, we usually aim for about 45 minutes. All of our workouts in teamlivelean.com are somewhere between 30 to 60 minutes. So yeah. that's usually our ideal time window. Yeah, and what about muscle groups? Muscle groups to work every day. I think it really depends on what your goals are and which of your muscle groups are lagging. Like, you know, everybody has one muscle group that's like weaker than the rest and it just kind of depends on your body. But if uh, there's a muscle group that you really want to bring up and you really want to strengthen, you can hit it every day, but uh, make sure you don't overtrain it. If you start to get yeah. excessive soreness, then cut back a little bit, just depends. Yeah, so if you want to hit a smaller muscle group every day for a set period of time, you can try that. Like if you're not just going to hit that muscle group every day for the rest of your life no. but you could do an overtraining phase for two weeks and then see where it gets you yeah but I wouldn't suggest doing like leg day every day because that's <laughs> gonna wipe your whole body out <laughs> Leslie Reed says these Q&A's are fantastic awesome <laughs> what do you recommend for a stretch routine when going from almost solely lifting to including marathon training and as in stretch recommendations and or when to stretch. Thanks and you guys are the best. Yeah, so, the best. Uh, <laughs> I love foam rolling. That's yeah, that's like that's that's my um, personal preference for stretching, um, but also yoga. I I love yeah, yoga love for stretching. Yoga. But um, foam rolling can be done before a workout, can be done after a workout. Yep. And uh, my foam rolls right over there. there so that's is. what I would recommend you do. Um, try foam rolling first, and then try to just do some yoga in there as well. And we also have stretching routines on YouTube. So if you just go to our channel, Living TV, and you search for like Brad Guthrie stretching, I, yeah. I know I've done stretching on there as well. Just kind of look through our videos and see if you can find some of our stretch routines because we definitely have a couple online and also inside team lively we have stretch routines okay next question from q2 foo i just got a gym membership i've been working out with my body weight for a little over six months how often should i take rest days and what should i do on rest days so congrats on getting through six months worth of training that's awesome um and also your rest days when should you take them? I would say once to twice a week. Like it sounds like you're training daily, so I would take at least one to two days a week out of there. That's kind of what we aim for is to work out five to six times a week. Like we don't recommend working out every single day because you can really overload your, it's really not just even your muscles, but your whole nervous system kind of needs a day off, so. It depends on what you classify as working out. Like yeah. hiking is still working out. But True, we'll we would, sometimes be active. Yeah, so it's active training, so. Active rest. It depends on your goals. Once again, like all these questions <laughs> yeah. depends on your goals. But yeah, what should you do on rest days? That's like a good, yeah. like you just mentioned hiking or stretching, take a yoga class, yeah. you know, read books. Like that. you just, there's so much you can do on your rest day, but just anything except working out or except lifting really. Okay. Fabio Lorenzino. Fabio. Fabio. Hey Brad, I'm a student and the only time I do my workout is at 6 a.m. This isn't a problem, but for the remainder of the day, what should my diet be? 
I have a little peanut butter and water before the gym, and then should I load up on carbs and protein after? Should my meals following just contain protein or have carbs along? Any tips would help and thank you so much. All right, so I would put you, if you're working out first thing in the morning, then the meal after your workout would be your heavy carb meal to help repair your muscles and to help get them out of that catabolic state. And then the rest of the meals, maybe your, maybe your meal after that post-workout would have some carbs in it as well. But majority of your meals throughout the rest of the day, I would put you on a protein and a fat um, with vegetables. Do you like this peanut butter and water before the gym meal? No. <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> but that's a whole other question, so uh, you'll have to follow up with that question if you want to hear my story on that one. Yes, but if you're curious about like a sample meal plan, you can go in our website, teamlivelean.com. We have actually a sample meal plan that you can follow that's yeah. pretty much basically like um, what Brad would recommend for you. So go check that out. Randy Haynes says, my teenage son plays in baseball tournaments every week. Uh, typically two to four games a day. Can you recommend an eating strategy to maintain high level of energy throughout the day? Um, he was thinking meat and nuts breakfast in the morning, but he wants to know between games, how can you refuel? Great question. So snacking is going to be important. Yeah, snacking or, you know, just um, taking a regular meal that he would have had for lunch and splitting it up into yeah. three or four servings, I think is a great way to do it. So basically you're just packing your lunch before you go to the game and meat nuts breakfast in the morning and then you pack your lunch, whatever it's going to be like a big ass salad or maybe some sweet potatoes and chicken, right. something like that. Homemade protein bars. Yeah, um, you can make We have lots of recipes bars. with kind of energy bars and things like that that use real ingredients. Yeah, if you go to teamlivelean.com and you look in the snack section, there's all kinds of options. Yeah. Um, but basically just bringing whole real foods with you. And I wouldn't go for too much like pre-packaged things, like it's better to use your own Tupperware and make your own foods at home and bring it with you. So in between games, he can just eat a portion of what has been packed and then save the rest for later. And I think that's gonna help with the sustained energy. Yeah, so preparation is everything. Yeah, meal prepping it, Tupperware life. That's how we do. Yeah. The Big Fudge 24. <laughs> Am I missing out on nutrients when I cook broccoli, kale, and cauliflower in an inch or so of water on the stove top? Bruh. Am Bruh. I missing out on nutrients? <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, this is such a minuscule thing. Yes, when you do boil vegetables, you do lose some of the nutrients, but it's such a small thing. We just want you to eat your damn vegetables. I know. However, yeah, however you, you have to do it. So don't worry about it. You're kind of, what's the saying? You're majoring in the minors when you're getting into this, and that's not what we want you to do. We just want you focusing on just eating the food, the right kind of foods, which is what you're doing. So good job with that. Yeah, however you're getting it, it's good that you're getting it. <laughs> however you're getting it. It's just good. be getting it. <laughs> um... <laughs> <laughs> uh, Drew Stark says, okay, you asked portions of this question last week, which we've answered, so you have to go check that out from last week's, but you do add something different. Can you explain how to prevent muscle catabolism? Oh, how do you prevent muscle catabolism? So for those of you who don't know what catabolism is, it's basically when your own muscles are feeding off themselves for energy, and that means you haven't fed yourself properly. So um, to prevent it, you feed yourself properly. That means you need to eat often, yeah. and you need to eat the right types of foods, like make sure you get enough protein in your diet and carbohydrates to last for whatever activities you're doing. So if you're working out a lot, you're more likely to go into catabolism than if you're not working out. Yeah, so, and so, so that mainly happens after your workout. When, right. Because when you're in the gym, you're breaking your muscles down. That's catabolism, that's what you're referring to. So then you need the nutrients to build them back up again, and that's where your diet comes into play, so just like what right. you said. And if you keep your muscles well-fed, 
then your body's more likely to eat your fat for energy instead of your muscles. So, you know, a lot of people think in order to get lean, you have to starve yourself. It's absolutely not true. Nope. You, you need to eat regularly. Keep that metabolism up. Yep. Absolutely. Don't be eating your own muscles. <laughs> Jess was saying that the other day. What? I said, oh, Leave yeah. me on the cardio machine. Yeah, he told me to meet him in the gym and then he's We like, already oh, talked about that man, story on BGG. You're BG. so in trouble. <laughs> I'm in the catabolic zone. She was cardioholic it up. I don't like to be catabolizing myself. Okay. <laughs> Moth? 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 Um, we're so bad with names, I'm sorry guys. <laughs> Just please make your names easy. <laughs> Don't listen to her. She's rude, arrogant. I know. <laughs> Just kidding. Answer the, or ask the damn question. Do you use za'atar? It's a combination of dried thyme, sumac, oregano, marjoram, sesame seed, and salt. I love it. it. Tastes amazing, and I put it with my sweet potato. Yeah. So I've never heard of. Yeah, I've never heard of that before. But all of those spices are awesome spices. So. Put them on there and enjoy. Yeah, we use all those and we love yeah. them too. And you're right, it tastes bomb. Like you have to spice up your food. It's really, it makes yeah, a big it difference. Bomb. bomb. It tastes bomb. <laughs> <laughs> all right, next question from Claudia DeLeon. Uh, question for Jessica. Well, hi. Well, this worked out perfectly then. <laughs> How often do you replace your sports bras? Yeah, I guess this isn't a question for me. <laughs> what about your sports bras? Your workout shirts and your pants. I was told every three to six months, but that would get really expensive when you work out two times a day and wear fresh clothes both times. Yeah, that would get expensive. So over to you. Okay, so I would say I replace my stuff when it, like... Well, she already replaced her shirt four times today. <laughs> No, but Brad actually gets mad at me because I hold on to stuff for too long. I have some workout gear that I've had for like a decade, so <laughs> Brad hates that. She's a pack rat. I'm kind of a pack rat. I don't like to throw things away. So, you know, I don't think that there's any specific rule. It just depends on you and how fast your clothes seem to be wearing out and tearing. If it gets a hole, throw it out. But if it still looks like it's in decent condition, I'd say keep it. Okay, beauty lover. Hi, Brad and Jess. Is it possible to not work out and be lean? I have a classification in my hip bones that hurts. So even with minor moves, plus I mm. suffer from joint pain. Yeah, you can still live lean without working out, although you may not get to that level that you really want to. Um, nutrition is so important in keeping the body fat down, but to build muscle, you need obviously to be working out your muscle. So it may still be lean, but you may just be a little softer than if you worked out at the gym. So unfortunately, if you can't work out, then that's something you're gonna have to deal with, but try to get this issue fixed, go see your doctor, and then try to get in the gym and work out. Yeah, it doesn't mean you're doomed to be fat just because you don't work out. It just means that, you know, working out obviously stimulates muscle growth. So that's the part you're missing out on. But, you know, no worries. Do what you can. Do the best you can. If all you can do is the nutrition, then definitely do that. Rosie B says, Hi, Brad and Jess. I'm 5'3 and 144 pounds. I really want to lose weight. About 20 pounds. I've been doing weights 30 to 40 minutes a day. Then cardio, sprit, sprint hits on the treadmill for 15 or 20. Also eating paleo. Am I on the right track? Any suggestions or advice? That sounds like you are 100% on track, but the key is consistency. Don't just do this for a week. You gotta keep it going for life. This is a lifestyle. Next question is from Jayva. What's your opinion on resting two days in a row? Oh, one day is stretched and the next day is just relax? I think it's a great idea. Two days in a row or two days in the week. It doesn't matter how you space it, but sounds good to me. Jake. 1984 are, hi Brad, what pre-workouts do you recommend and use on a daily basis that are clean? 
Um, if you want a clean pre-workout, coffee is your way to go. But um, I also been using a protein or pre-workout from my protein um, that's good. Not as clean as coffee, obviously, but it's gonna kick your butt. So I'll leave a link in the uh, video description below with a discount code for that one. Next question from my man, Mike. Uh, Mike says, hey guys, my wife and I and our two knuckleheads are thinking of a trip to California. We're from Minnesota. Would you guys be willing to meet up for a workout? We're thinking sometime early in the summer. Brad, we're gonna bond. <laughs> yeah, sounds awesome. Like, definitely let us know when you're in town. We'd love to meet up. Yeah, we're actually thinking of doing a Team of Lean meetup in uh, LA as well. So if anybody is around, give us a thumbs up. Let us know if you're interested. Let's do it. You guys can bond, be bros. Q2Foo. I just got a gym membership. I've been working out though with my body weight for a little over six months. How often should I take rest days and what should I do on those rest days? Uh, it depends on what the workout program says. Are you on a workout program? <laughs> if it does, follow the workout program. Definitely. Um, but if you're not on a program, you know, every second day or every third day would work. And what should you do on rest days? I say read books. I think that's a really good thing to do on your rest days or, you know, work. Play sports. <laughs> yeah. Next question from Shannon T. Hey guys, I'm male 28176, currently doing Live Lean 15, uh, six times a week, lifting weights three times. I need to target my abs more, so could you recommend adding Live Lean abs or meltdown three times a week to my routine? Also, how long on average are abs, are the abs and meltdown workouts? Um, definitely recommend adding the Live Lean abs if your goal is really to get those abs shredded. That is a fantastic program and it really, that's what it's designed for. It's to target your abs and really help them show. Yeah, and on average I say the ab workouts, what are they, 30 minutes? Um, no, ab workouts are like 15 to 20 minutes from Live Lean abs. Willie Beamer, Jessica, you're so beautiful naturally. Willie! Oh, that's so nice. You're one of the few women on YouTube who's very down to earth and doesn't have to show any skin to prove she's beautiful. Oh, I envy cool. your confidence. That is so sweet, thank you. Um, okay, so the question, what are your splits like? I usually shove arms in one day and legs in another, but I was wondering if I'd get more results by training one day biceps and triceps, and oh, and then triceps in another day, back and chest. Oh, any suggestions on a well-rounded week of living lean, what a bodybuilding split looks like. All right, so for the ladies, it's actually not that much different for ladies than it is for guys. It's just that ladies have different trouble spots than guys do. So if you're looking for the perfect split, I would definitely check out my Live Lean formula for women because in there I designed it specifically for women. And uh, it has three different phases, but in one of those phases you're doing a split routine. So that should help you. Next question from Iwizo. I love your videos. Thank you for what you do. You changed my lifestyle. My question is, do you do HIIT workout at every one of your workouts to burn fat? And if not, what exercise do you do instead to burn the fat and the afterburn effect? Um, well, you just answered your question. Uh, yeah. <laughs> live lean afterburn, my man. That's what you gotta get yourself onto if you wanna ignite the afterburn effect. LiveLeanAfterburn.com. All the exercises, the program, the rest periods to ignite the afterburn. Go check that one out. Elisa Toynard says, Hi Brad and Jess, my name is Elisa. I'm 17 and French. Sorry for my English. <laughs> I would like to know, do you have tips to stop the sugar cravings? Bonjour. I Southern. Yes, we do have a lot of stuff on how to stop sugar cravings, and we actually did a video on it, how to stop cravings. So go to Live Lean TV, um, search sugar cravings or stop cravings, and a video will come up speaking directly to that. 
And Danielle O'Gwin says, what are some of your favorite protein powder brands and why? Um, but we definitely recommend that you keep the ingredients to a minimum and don't buy any brand that has like more than 15 ingredients. But I do have an unflavored brand of whey protein from my protein that I talked about earlier. It's a company that I'm working with now. Link down below, you can check it out for yourself. And there's also a discount code there for you. Horatio Tolatop. First of all, many thanks for all the help and motivation you guys give to regular folks like myself. No problem. Being French, oh, another Frenchie. <laughs> well, that's my excuse anyway. Okay, I allow myself a break from paleo every now and then. A Saturday night, a month where I share a good pizza or a chicken a la creme with my wife, for instance. So my question is this, do you sometimes let your hair down and allow yourself to have yes. something less healthy? A normal meal with a glass of wine or you a beer? You watch BGTV. <laughs> really, right? Do you even I know you're asking hashtag AskBGTV questions, so, so you I gotta ask seen. you. Do you watch our daily vlogs? Yeah, right? We show it's you right here. like once a week we'll go out, we'll have a glass of wine, a beer, pizza. Sure. Yeah, that's a part of living lean is that when you work hard for 90% of the time or 95% of the time, you can enjoy that other little bit. So yeah. have it, enjoy it, and live lean, my friend. That's part of the lifestyle. And he also says, if you ever come to London, I'd be honored to share a workout or run with you guys. And merci et au revoir. Au revoir. Au revoir. Is that how you say it? Yeah, I merci actually, actually want to go to London for our honeymoon. Because there's a lot of people in saying, like, come to London, come to London, and I really want to get there really bad. So That's number one on our list of places if we, we want to go. If we do get to London, or when we do get to London, whatever it is, we'll let everybody know we want to have a huge meetup in the UK. We want to hang out with you. Thank you so much for listening to the Live Lean TV podcast. It would truly mean the world to me if you go right now and leave a rating and review of this podcast on iTunes. Your words, they help us reach more people and grow our Live Lean mission. Thanks for listening and keep yeah. living lean.